Hello beautiful souls and welcome to episode number five. Today I have again another guest that is joining me and it's super exciting because Mariana is also one of my very close friends. She's also living in Bali here so we're actually doing the interview in person and this episode is all about her story because she is so truly inspiring and she went through so many things that I'm so proud of her that she's actually sharing that with you and with me so um, you definitely should listen to what she has to say and what she has gone through she's talking about the pressure that she had um, as a model and also extreme food restrictions as well as when everyone surrounding um, in your environment is dieting how that affects your mental health and your diet and food relationship as well so um, it's a super interesting episode and I can't wait for you to hear it here it is hey everyone I'm super excited I'm sitting now on the bed with Mariana and I'm like literally so stoked for this episode I can't wait to interview this it's actually one of my closest friends I said already last time with Tanya but it's the case and yeah she's sitting here right next to me and I can't wait to, for you to speak up who are you tell my audience what you're about first of all you are so cute like I love like just watching you talking to the microphone um hi everyone my name is Mariana if you um have never met, obviously you never met me but like um if you're just hearing about me then I'm Mariana I live in Bali here with Violetta I like to call you Violetta but everyone calls it sounds you, beautiful everyone, everyone calls you Violetta I know I don't like that it sounds really rough it, it's rough I don't feel right? like I'm a rough person and I'm like Violetta we're singing yeah so um yeah that's that's it about me I guess what do you do um, on social media? I think that's going to describe or like give the people a great image of what you basically do. Mm -hmm. So that's so such an interesting question because mm -hmm. I feel like what I do is not so much even what I do on social media, okay. you know, yeah. as that. But basically, oh my God, this is such a long story. So are mm -hmm. we really, are we getting into it already? I we are answer. getting okay. straight into it. <laughs> There's no intro, we're just going straight into the life story. Um, so I have been a model since I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. I was traveling the world as a model and then obviously... I went through a lot of ups and downs mm -hmm. in my journey and I'm sure yeah. we'll get more into that mm -hmm. in this podcast but I'm sure about this yeah, yeah but then I slowly started finding myself actually finding my purpose what it is that I actually want to mm -hmm. do who I want to be and I decided that what I really want to do is act and I want to be an actress and that's what I'm sort of pursuing now but mm -hmm. along the journey I discovered yoga and find yeah. found mindfulness and awareness through yoga and I did my yoga Yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> I did my yogurt. <laughs> I did my yoga teacher training in Nicaragua. I think it was three years ago now, and so that's really mm -hmm. when my social media journey began. I guess. Oh, only three years ago. Yeah, that's also that was like a transformational year for okay. me because I wait. I think that was two thousand seventeen. Maybe yeah. I have the years wrong. Yeah. But that was the year I joined Miss Czech Republic. It's mm -hmm. like this. Uh, yeah. Actually, it's called Czech Miss, but it's just this like beauty competition, and I like. All my life I thought that that's what I wanted to do and I basically like put my whole life into this competition you mm -hmm. know because I really wanted to win this mm -hmm. and then I didn't win and I didn't even place and okay, like I put well, all yeah. of my focus into this so yeah. you can imagine how broken I was when yeah. it didn't work out yeah. like I literally thought that I put all of my self-worth into that competition and mm -hmm. into me placing and then them telling me like basically like fuck you you're not good mm -hmm. enough like it broke me and I had to reconstruct the idea of myself and find a new identity and find are. actually who I am and not yeah. 
this like crazy idea yeah. of and me. that was three years ago that was three years ago wow were you on social media back then already so that's when i started being on social okay. media because obviously we had to be but um yeah so then i like i said that i didn't win and i spent like weeks honestly in like this depression mode mm-hmm. like i didn't know what i wanted to do like i and if i say like i put everything into this competition i literally mm-hmm. mean i put everything like i didn't it was my final year of high school and everybody was mm-hmm. applying to universities and i didn't i literally didn't apply to any university because wow. i was like yeah. oh my god i'm gonna place and then i'm gonna like do all of these things yeah uh and so like just in the back of my mind i like applied to one like really small university i was just like oh i'm just gonna do it because of my grandma you know she's okay. really pushing on yeah. me yeah. so then when that didn't work out at least i had like something to do because yeah, like yeah that was like literally after the competition yeah. a month later i had to start going to school which actually was a, a nice like distraction f- mm-hmm. because like i said i was like through a depression but whatever yeah and then uh just a quick question do you remember what the reason for you was to like actually participate and what mm-hmm. like excited you so much that you wanted to win it mm-hmm. or like be a part of it and make it your life basically mm-hmm. so i ever since i was really little i wanted to do something in the entertainment business mm-hmm. i always when I was a little girl, I really wanted to act. And I, mm-hmm. I, when I was like, that's the first profession I wanted to be. I remember I would put on shows for my family, like mm-hmm. literally every night. I would I, also do that really? all the time. I was like dancing and like changing my outfits oh my God, and everything. <laughs> on the table, like I would stand yeah. up here. I, I would like do the ding, 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 ding yeah, yeah, on the yeah. glass. Like everybody watching me. Yeah. <laughs> like I knew always that I, we're both like, you're Leo, right? Yeah. And I'm Leo rising. And mm-hmm. Leo's, I don't know if me you guys too, do. Me too, Leo rising yeah? as well. If you guys do astrology whatever leos mm-hmm. are like out of the zodiac signs the most like out there you know also yeah. the most attention egoistic, seeking. egoistic yeah. a- attention seeking like if you're a leo you have to be really careful not to like appear like yeah. egoistic exactly yeah. um but yeah so that's really interesting because yeah. we're yeah. both like yeah. we're here <laughs> uh so that's when really the spark and i started actually going to acting auditions when i was like four mm-hmm. or five and yeah. I, this was like yeah like a regular thing but then you know, circumstances and life mm. just basically knocked me down over and over. And I would go to maybe three auditions a week. Mm-hmm. So I wow, went that's to, a lot. Yeah, I went to hundreds of, of auditions and yeah. I was told no after no after no. After okay. You suck, we don't want you, da, da, da. And it kind of like breaks you as a six-year-old, yeah. you know, oh, when course, all you want to do course. is act. And then then it was just like a series of things, you know, I wanted to do a conservatory. And you know, is that what you say also? And like um, in Czech, we say like yeah. an acting conservatory, where basically like okay. a school where you focus on acting. Yeah, yeah. And... um you know my mom being the amazing mom she is like Mm. moms always just want the best for you but she said you know she doesn't think it's the best thing like i should go to an actual school because if you know you get injured then you don't really have any education from this Mm -hmm. school because if you can't act then you can't do anything else yeah and then basically like more people told me that acting is like a stupid dream you shouldn't Mm -hmm. actors are stupid and so i like suppressed this dream inside of me and i like pushed it down pushed it down pushed Mm -hmm. it down and like I then I came to a point where I never told anyone what I actually wanted to do and I feel like I lost my voice in that kind of Mm -hmm. sense and that I just started confirming to whatever everyone else wanted me to be rather than what I wanted to be yeah I had the same yeah and I really lost myself in that you know and it took I uh, until last year until actually Hmm. covid quarantine (laughs) when I actually was forced to like sit down and be by myself and it actually took uh my boyfriend Axel to ask me you know if you had unlimited money flowing to you every yeah, day, that's a good what question. would you be doing? Guys, actually, like, journal on this. Like, if you had yeah. $2 million every yeah. day flowing to you from 
a random sponsor, whatever, yeah. what would you be doing with your day? Because you obviously don't need to work for money any longer. Yeah. So like whatever job you have, what you're doing just because of money, you can quit it because obviously $2 million per day exactly. is more than enough. Exactly. So like you still, I mean, most people I think like usually say, oh, we'll just go shopping and do this and that. I'm like, mm. yes, you can maybe do it for a week or maybe even a month, maybe yeah. even for a year. Exactly. After that, you'll be tired and done. Exactly. But what, are, what do you do after that time? After you have like spent all the money on whatever, exactly. on leisure, like what is your actual passion and desire and excitement in life exactly because we as humans we want to evolve you know nobody yeah. wants to stay stagnant yeah you're not a tree yeah. you want to move yeah. and so yeah. yeah so i highly encourage you to actually look at that and that's mm -hmm. when i really found out like yeah. jesus i have this dream so deep inside myself and it even it was so hard for me to even speak it out loud because mm -hmm. i felt so much shame yeah like surrounding this like i felt like oh why, why do i even dream of this this is never going to be mm -hmm. possible and i just felt so scared to even share that dream with anyone yeah. for the fear of being judged by others yeah. and it was just so strong so to answer your main question mm -hmm. i kind of went on a tangent <laughs> but um yeah so this dream of being just like in the entertainment industry and just being sort of like i see actors and all of these people who work in the entertainment industry as really like lifting people up you know yeah. because like yeah. actors like when you feel kind of bad you watch a movie or you watch a series and they kind of lift and you, you do up. watch I, a lot of movies and, and I, series. I do <laughs> I, I love i love watching but yeah like i just i just thought yeah. of myself as being this like light that i, I wanted to be mm -hmm. right so i always wanted to to do that and then the next logical step somehow in my head was okay so if acting is out of the picture because that's mm -hmm. basically what I told myself when I was eight I was like okay you'll never make it in acting because that's basically what I was conditioned to believe yeah. like yeah that's out so I thought okay so what's the next best thing and I was modeling so I thought I always thought that through yeah. modeling somehow I'll get to acting that mm -hmm. was sort of my thing so I started modeling when I was 12 that's pretty and early as well yeah. yeah oh my god highly would not recommend <laughs> highly would not recommend that <laughs> i would not recommend anyone under like 18 to do modeling yeah because it, like breaks so many girls it, it's, it, it it's really, super superficial like it's it's really like if you don't have thick skin like it can kill you and i'm not yeah. even over exaggerating yeah. this because it is i don't really know what it's like now because i don't mm -hmm. do modeling anymore but when i started it was I, I mean obviously now the trend is kind of changing like now yeah, more luckily. more people are being included in what yeah. is portrayed yeah. and the sort of ideal woman's body is mm -hmm. not always so thin mm -hmm. and I'm not someone who's naturally thin like oh, really yeah okay. I'm I mean like actually I don't know because I eat so yeah. healthy now like that yeah. I never worry about that yeah. anymore but I'm sure we'll get into that yeah. anyway yeah. but uh when i was growing up you know i was always athletic but i have like an athletic body mm -hmm. you know like i have th thighs like muscles on my thighs yeah uh, and i'm just not like a stick skinny i know girl, what you mean okay, i know where you're getting yeah yeah, yeah yeah but i was tall and i guess some yeah mm -hmm. i don't know i have like this if you guys know what i look like i have like this more commercial look and if you know modeling there's two types of modeling you can either do commercial or you can do high fashion oh my god i have i have the <laughs> best story for you okay so you can either do commercial or high fashion and i'm like a very commercial model because mm -hmm. i have like the blonde hair the green eyes okay. the yes. straight teeth you know yeah. like the kind of catalog the beauty sort of, standards sort of like thing. the miss miss sort of yeah. beauty standards and whereas if you look at like high fashion where it's, it's like, like more Chanel, an edgy look it's yeah. like a strong face yeah. like really tall really skinny really like something's really interesting something really about crazy you. about you like something mm -hmm. that no one else has exactly like yeah. either have like eyes wide apart or yeah, eyes really yeah. together you know like 
really beautiful but in like not a conventional way exactly and when I was doing modeling there was like more of this high fashion for some reason in the agency mm -hmm. and then so I went when I was 12 I really wanted to be a model I was mm -hmm. like so set on being a model and then this agency like scouted me on social media on facebook back in the day facebook yeah. <laughs> i don't even have facebook anymore but yeah they wrote to me and they messaged me like hey we like your look we want to scout you for our agency mm -hmm. that's how they used to do it i guess and i was like oh my god this is starting yeah. i was like mom i'm gonna be a model <laughs> and so we set up this meeting with these people and so we're having the meeting and they're like looking at me and they're like yeah, I don't think we can, um, like, sign you because yeah. you're, like, like, I don't mean this to sound cocky. I guess I'm not saying it's in a cocky way, but they literally said, like, you're too pretty for mm -hmm. this type. Like, you're too commercial. Yeah. And then they're, like, okay, no, whatever. Let's just take some photos. And then, guys, I put my hair up into a ponytail, and then they're, like, oh, no, we want you because my ears used to be really, like, how do you say, like, away from my oh, head. really? Like, yeah, like, Dumbo. Yeah, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, I yeah. had, like, really big ears for my face. Oh, you didn't have them anymore at all. Oh, my God, I was so embarrassed for them, so I would, like, yeah. hold my ears to my head so they would, like, stick to my head. Oh. But I, I used to have, like, big ears. I, know, I still kind of have big ears if I really time you my head. You have totally normal ears you right so? now. Yeah, I can see well, your ears you. and I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. But back in the day, like, I guess yeah. my head was smaller and my ears were just so big and they're like mm -hmm. we want you because i just okay. have a weird thing but that's just modeling you know you'll never yeah. understand it but that's how i oh my god you always ask me a question and then i go completely <laughs> somewhere else. i love that i get to know you so much deeper <laughs> yeah because we're talking about things yeah. that i've like never talked that's to you true about, that's true yeah uh sorry by the way if you hear like weird things i'm just like weirdly changing my yeah we're like sitting position. literally on the bed so yeah. <laughs> so if you hear like <laughs> uh but yeah so that's i started when i was 12 and they started me with like test shoots and mm -hmm. just shooting so i would get more of a book and then when I was 14, I started traveling. And that's really when everything kind of changed because I'm a perfectionist. Same. And So I, am I. <laughs> and I used to, I'm pretty sure everyone said I had OCD. Like everyone would say, mm -hmm. oh my God, you're obsessive on mm -hmm. about being perfect. And I would like, I don't know, like have everything so organized, so clean, like yeah. being like a perfectionist in everything that I did. And mm -hmm. so when I was told that I would be a model and I would travel, I took it like so seriously and I, mm -hmm. I needed to be the best of okay. the best. Yeah. I don't know, like yeah. that's sort of what what I'm like, not so obsessive anymore, thank yeah. God. Yeah. But I was like, okay, so if this is my job, then I'll need to lose this much and this much and this much. And mm -hmm. and so I started doing that really quite obsessively. And Wait, so that was at the age of 14? around 13 14 is really when i started yeah. taking this really seriously so how and was it, your body before like when you applied or like at the age of 12 so at the age of 12 i already was really tall so that's yeah. the first thing that okay. was like they liked i guess because mm -hmm. <clears throat> this is also another crazy story <laughs> yeah. so i was wait, i was 12 and i was already maybe like 173 centimeters wow. that's like almost like that's you. like my 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 height right now yeah. almost that's crazy yeah i was like really tall and actually they even took me to the doctor when i was like 12 <laughs> they took me to the doctor and they had me uh had me do an x-ray of my yeah foot have you ever heard of that no there's like this bone in your achilles or mm -hmm. i guess if you're a doctor i'm so sorry i'm probably i know which one you mean yeah but it's like this bone that like if you're finished growing it like mm -hmm. stops moving or something like that and okay. they had me literally the agency had me go to get an x-ray to see if i will still grow wow and that's 
sometimes how they like decide if they'll sign you or not okay. so i would still grow obviously i'm like 180 now so yeah. i still grew a lot but uh yes yeah, so that's what they had me do and my body was like like nor i don't know yeah. normal i would say like a normal mm-hmm. girl you know okay not too skinny mm-hmm. definitely not overweight i yeah. <clears throat> i was i looked fine were you doing like any activities like i was doing cheerleading oh fun yeah so i was just so you were still active yeah yeah i was eating actually whatever i wanted yeah so you didn't have like any food uh, relationship problems or anything no not at all only the fact that when i was like five i did gymnastics for a few years and that was Mm -hmm. really also i was heavily conditioned that i was too big just because i was always Mm -hmm. taller than the other girls and so obviously whenever you're tall you're just built more strong I feel Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. so I was really always told that I'm too big and that's so my sort of idea of what a woman should look like was so distorted ever since I was little and also obviously my parents did their best but also Mm -hmm. they they had their own issues and my mom was always weighing herself you know and as a little girl you see that kind of like my grandma, my mom, my aunts, everyone around mm-hmm. me was dieting. And so wow, I feel okay. like, yeah, yeah, I felt like, oh, maybe that's what you have to do. As like, a woman. As yeah. a woman. Like, yeah. you have to literally, like, like I'm not kidding you. So my dad had these friends. And I honestly don't even remember their names. But I remember being at dinner at their house one day. Mm-hmm. And, like, they told us that they literally have a contract between themselves. Like, that the woman had to sign before they got married. That the woman wouldn't gain weight <gasps> over, like, a specific amount. No. Yeah. This is, this is it's ridiculous. It's insane, right? Oh, my And so God. that's what I grew up in. This Imagine is so that. sad to hear, honestly. Yeah. And so, and when you're a little girl and you're growing up in this and you don't see anything else, you kind of yeah. accept it as normal. Yeah. So, wow. I always thought that, like, it was my duty as a woman to, like, always, like control what i yeah. eat and eat little portions and mm-hmm. maybe like don't eat this and don't eat that but yeah. overall like that's that wasn't really any of my worries when i was 12 you mm-hmm. know i mm-hmm. my grandma it was so, so interesting because like my grandma always talked about diets but for us like for her grandchildren mm-hmm. she would like make us eat so much yeah. so it was just always yeah. just like yes no yes no like what maybe she was just like projecting what she actually wants to do but she was like definitely. i can't do it so like they're gonna do it for me definitely <laughs> definitely yeah. yeah but like like you asked like at this point i was fine yeah. but the, mm-hmm. it was really when i started when they told me in the agency like hey would you like to travel but if you would like to travel because then i was already like 176 centimeters wow so i was tall, tall and i like then i hit like the mark when you can actually start traveling yeah. because for high fashion you can't really travel unless you're a specific height okay. which, which i don't know if it's different now i hope i would hope so to have no more idea, inclusive, yeah. inclusivity. Yeah. but they told me that um so i don't know which part was too big maybe everything all mm-hmm. my measurements so they measure like your boobs your waist and your mm-hmm. hips and uh oh wait i know my waist was always too big okay. because i'm we were actually yeah. just talking about this i'm like square shaped mm-hmm. whereas violeta <laughs> is more like uh hourglass shaped yeah. so you have yeah. a naturally like much thinner waist i have like a super small mm-hmm. waist here around like underneath my uh bust basically I'm yeah like super which yeah, was yeah. actually always an issue for me to find clothes because really? like it would always like fit on top of like whenever like i had something like that was like on my body like super tight it would like always be way too loose like my mom she's actually uh-huh. tailor really? she had to like tailor all my clothes oh all my wow. clothes yeah like whatever i would buy like would never fit that's so interesting because yeah, yeah i never had that problem because my waist yeah. is quite 
big like if you look at me from the side like I used to be like super skinny and yeah. I would have like you could only see maybe like two centimeters of mm -hmm. myself but when you look from the front it's like yeah. this big it's probably like the ribs I think just the way the rib cage yeah. is kind of shaped that's exactly yeah. it my ribs are so like it's big. not fat it's not mm -hmm. muscles it's just like the ribs basically exactly even yeah. when they could see my ribs when they yeah. got pretty bad like yeah. I was still not fitting into their measurement mm -hmm. which was so crazy yeah. but yeah then it got uh, just obsessive like I am yeah. like not anymore but if I put my mind yeah. to something I would be like obsessed until I got mm -hmm. it and so I would like spend two hours a day every day after school like doing hula hooping mm -hmm. you know because someone told me that it will make my waist uh, oh no it was just the worst <laughs> thing ever but then yeah. I shrunk my um waist to like the lowest I could mm -hmm. possibly which was still obviously not enough for them but it yeah, was but like that's something you cannot ever change ever because my unless you go so like through operation or surgery but like otherwise so, oh my god I know so many girls who got their ribs taken out oh god but oh god, oh god. but then like yeah. you don't see it you know like it's just for me that was yeah. never an option because yeah that is i'm just, so glad yeah that is just horrible and yeah okay so i got my uh, waist to like 63 centimeters mm -hmm. um and i was so excited about it yeah. which is so awful now guys whatever now i'm like 75 mm -hmm. 80 maybe i don't even care i, yeah. I haven't measured in yeah. ages but uh they only took me because uh my hips were less than 90 so my hips were like 88 and mm -hmm for some reason like it balanced out whatever so they sent me off to asia to mm -hmm. to model and that was really when my eating disorder got really really bad mm -hmm. because in asia i feel like they do everything like 10 times harder mm -hmm. so in the agencies they would be like 10 times stricter wow. and if you if you go to asia as a model and you're 14 15 mm -hmm. you live in a model apartment so mm -hmm. there was 10 of us at the apartment and uh, the agency basically mm -hmm. pays everything for you, but then the jobs you do there, they, they then like take it off your money. Okay. So also they took 50% of my money. Wow, that's 50%. So yeah. let me give you an example. So if I made, uh, I don't know, let's say $1,000 a day for a shoot, so they mm -hmm. would take $500 and yeah. that goes straight into their bank. Yeah. But then from the 500, I would still have to pay whatever expenses they already paid for me. Okay. So there's like this huge like bill that you have to yeah. pay before yeah. you even start making money for yourself. Yeah. And every week they give you pocket money, they call it. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, is your hand hurting? No, all good, all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they give you pocket money every week so you could like buy food or whatever. Uh, but if you gain weight, they subtract <gasps> the pocket money what mm -hmm. this is ridiculous and they weigh you every day <gasps> and you it's can't like, you can't even like you can't even have like a proper data from weighting yourself exactly. every day because you have to compare it weekly or monthly no but it's the stupidest thing because of course, of especially course. weighing women guys we go through cycles and yeah i literally exactly. can weigh something in the morning and then yeah. three kilos more in the evening. exactly it can, can be water weight it can be exactly. retention it can they be weigh us in the morning and in the evening oh this my is crazy God. and then like if you gain more than like 600 grams that's when they started this <gasps> oh my god which girl is like supposed to have like a healthy body and food relationship going for this it's, like this is just impossible it's, in, it's literally impossible everyone yeah every model i know has an eating disorder yeah. or had an eating disorder yeah, yeah. i have never met a girl that that wouldn't yeah. and even the girls that said they didn't from what i saw they were lying to themselves of course and that's like even denial. worse if you like don't even see it that you're like exactly. literally starving or yeah. exactly yeah so i did that then i went to travel a bit around europe i went to paris like a few times mm -hmm. and then 
Yeah, and then I basically had a meeting with my doctor who said that if I continue like this, then I'll never have children, mm-hmm. which was really my wake-up call because I lost my period for nine months oh, or wow. maybe more. Do you remember what age that was? So when I started recovery, I was 17, I think, mm-hmm. around 17. Yeah. And yeah, she'll tell me that I'll never be able to get pregnant because mm-hmm. there's nothing, my body has nothing to give anymore. Of course, and yeah, it's if you're like undernourished, survival it's mode at yeah. this point. Yeah. And that was really a wake up call. And then I had a series of like um, conversations with my mom, and mm-hmm. I was really just crying. And I was telling her because what I was doing back then is I would eat like an apple for breakfast, a little lunch, and then I would skip dinner. <gasps> Because wow. someone told me in modeling, they had this quote, like, skip dinner, wake up thinner. Wow. Just so awful. Like, it literally yeah. makes me sick to my stomach yeah. right now. So I would yeah. literally not eat dinner. Yeah. And I, uh, I would be crying to my mom, like, oh, I will never be able to eat dinner even, like, with my family. Wow. And every time, it was so lonely, you know, because every time mm-hmm. there was a birthday party or anything, like, I had to say I can't go because wow. it was always a dinner. And I'm literally having goosebumps hearing this like this it was so sad and I would literally like spend my evenings crying because I was just like reaching this unachievable Mm -hmm. goal for me and it was still not enough you know it was just this thing like I'm giving everything into this and they still are telling me this is not enough yeah and then I um and it's so sad because like especially like eating together is such a, such a social thing yeah. which will like continue for your whole life from exactly. like childhood till you're like a grandma exactly. or whatever like it's always going to be like something that like people meet for dinner and like mm-hmm. people enjoy food together and it's such a beautiful thing as well yeah it's a and i feel like thing. can't ever experience that like what is like even your life or like mm-hmm. your pleasure time worth yeah, yeah. it's super sad if, it, if it's you then i get you completely because yeah. it is the most lonely thing ever and yeah it also has a lot to do with like my childhood we never mm-hmm. ate meals together ever okay so yeah. it was just this like yeah just this messed up thing that i grew up and i never knew mm-hmm. what the right thing to do was right yeah. and so but then like sort of intuitively i felt like this it shouldn't be like this and mm-hmm. long term this is not yeah. gonna work of course and so yeah i started going to therapy every week sometimes mm-hmm. twice a week and that that really helped in just talking to someone and feeling yeah. like yeah. because like I said everyone around me was dieting and this was like the norm right mm-hmm. so then hearing actually someone's perspective and telling yeah. me like hey this is not actually normal yeah absolutely was really eye-opening for me mm-hmm. and I yeah and I started seeing more patterns of why I'm feeling this need to be so perfect all the time mm-hmm. it had a lot also to do with me being a middle child mm-hmm. and sort of m- I saw this as a pattern actually correct me if I'm wrong but middle children are often like really overlooked because it's either Mm -hmm. the attention on the oldest Mm -hmm. or the the youngest and the middle children are usually the ones that are the most actually out there because Mm -hmm. like doing things like acting or something because they just (laughs) so desperately want to be seen you know but that's just like one of my theories but I mean it makes sense that's where my perfectionism because I wanted to just do all of these things just so mm-hmm. maybe I would get a crumb of attention yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> yeah that's where it came and then obviously uh, I went vegan when I was 15 I think that's pretty 14. early and then yeah so yeah and that really also then helped with my eating disorder yeah. recovery because I started eating for a healthy body rather mm-hmm. than a skinny body yeah that was like the best realization mm-hmm. ever because then like then you're not worried anymore so much mm-hmm. you know and then you can eat 
like everything healthy yeah. and however yeah. much you need yeah. and never never worry about it but how then, did you like yeah. how did you start your journey from to healing like did you just like literally start from day one till day two like eating healthy and like eating just whatever you wanted or did you still have like any rules or restrictions mm -hmm. to yourself or how did you um mm -hmm. get into it so it took a few years actually okay. well it was like i feel like the decision was from or like an overnight decision mm -hmm. that I will not go back to that anymore after your doctor told after you. my doctor yeah. told me because just I always wanted to have a family and that was mm -hmm. like always important to me uh, so that was just like an overnight thing yeah. but like I said I was never taught how to really do it mm -hmm. and I was living in such a toxic like environment and yeah. this, this yeah. and I was still doing modeling and okay. there was still this pressure and yeah so I would I would I went from actually being anorexic to being uh, what's it called binge eating disorder yeah. because I would like restrict, 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 and then mm -hmm. I would get so hungry and I would binge. I had that for like approximately a year. It's the worst, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think this was actually worse than anorexia because okay. just the shame that you feel after you binge and mm -hmm. like by binge I mean like binge. I yeah. I would eat everything that I saw and it mm -hmm. was just this like. It was just this animal inside of me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even me. I didn't even recognize myself. It was just like yeah. this thing that came out of me and I would have to eat everything and eat it Yeah, because your body was like so in restriction so all the time. It was mm -hmm. just like, give me whatever has calories. Exactly. Yeah, I think my binge eating was like a little bit different because like I like got always told from people that like I was too thin and I was like, oh. I was like, okay, like if everyone is thinking that and probably it's true. So like I started eating like just fast food, like from morning oh, wow. to evening. And I like, I didn't want to eat it, but I was like, everyone is telling me to do so. So I like binge, like I told myself that i had to eat it just in order to like please everyone else mm -hmm. and i was like my mom is cooking delicious food but i'm like not having it because it's like healthy or like healthier oh, than wow. burger king so i was like they were like no mom it's fine i'm like having food with friends or whatever and like would, would just every day go to burger king and mcdonald's like wow. spend all my money on like burgers and fries because i knew that like the only population of the world who was like obese or like a little bit more on the ribs they were like eating fast food so i was like if mm -hmm. that's the only way to go then i'll do it that's insane yeah. so that was like my binge that that's I had. insane because we had like two completely different yeah. goals yeah. in a sense but then yeah, we were doing true. the same thing that's yeah. so interesting yeah. Um, but yeah no but I went through yeah. that and it like kind of went like up yeah up and down mm -hmm. until I kind of found my, my ground and mm -hmm. I really found it with really whole food plant-based eating mm -hmm. because it makes me feel so incredible yeah. so much energy and I am more focused on like being active and how mm -hmm. I feel throughout the day yeah. and being able to go to the gym like we did today, you know, yeah. and actually like lift weights and not <laughs> be so tired after that I have to take a nap. Yeah, you know? we actually had like a beautiful booty workout together yeah, at the gym earlier exactly. and then we had pancakes. So. And then we had pancakes. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? Like six years ago, this was like never not not even existed no, in your reality like pancakes yeah are you crazy mm -hmm. i had an apple and i was like wow yeah. you know it was, it was so crazy and yeah. looking back honestly i don't even recognize myself yeah. it, yeah. it was but but yeah you made huge achievements like it's it's, it's crazy it's, it's, we both did yeah we both yeah, did we but can, in like, a completely so different uh, oh, yeah. mindsets i yeah. feel like oh absolutely the same thing yeah. no but really if you're in that phase yeah. i feel mm -hmm. uh like whether you want to gain weight because you're you're unhealthy or whatever mm -hmm. it is then do it for yourself honestly yeah. because yeah. i can tell you now that it is so worth it to actually put in the work for yourself and mm -hmm. change it's not only see, see the thing is 
many people think it's just like eat a burger and you'll gain weight but it's mm-hmm. so much more of a mental thing yeah and it's yeah it's and like really eating burgers every day won't make you feel good like exactly. i tried it and uh, i felt horrible mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus it didn't even work <laughs> exactly it's really about yeah. about the mindset and really yeah. finding your why why mm-hmm. you're doing something yeah. and my why was so that everyone stops calling me out on being too thin wow like and That's doing so that for someone else like i didn't even like enjoy the burgers that i was eating mm-hmm. like today whenever i have like a junk food burger i'm like mm, let me enjoy this nasty <laughs> thing you know and back then i was like i just like literally need to like stuff it and like that's so just so put bad. it in my belly in order so that i get like some whatever pounds on my body that's so crazy <laughs> because you were also yeah. so young like having yeah having yeah. so much outside pressure and yeah. telling other people yeah. telling you what you should be like yeah, like exactly. just fuck like me be me yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. and crazy Okay, so we were at that point where you like started your recovery journey and when do you think you like achieved your first results where you were like feeling new in your body or like where you were, oh wow, like I'm actually changing and shifting? So I felt like my relationship with my body was actually like all right already in the Miss competition. Mm -hmm. Like I I remember doing interviews and saying like everyone's dieting around me, but I am vegan and I eat whole foods and Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about that. And Mm -hmm. that's really yeah what I was feeling but I there was always still this kind of thing inside of me like oh maybe I should be thinner mm-hmm. I was able to like catch myself quicker at this point and be like no 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 you're fine you're fine but the mm-hmm. voice was still kind of there yeah and I, I mean was, I bet it's like super hard to get rid of it entirely if you like had it for like so I present know. in your mind for so yeah, long yeah, yeah I know I know yeah. and sometimes it even like now maybe once every two months it creeps up and then I'm like no 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 you go away you mm-hmm. know so like I feel like recovery isn't this linear process that is just like, not. you know, you go and then yeah. you're better. Yeah. It's just like you go and then you kind of stumble yeah. a little and then yeah. you go again. And yeah. then the most important thing is like you keep moving forward, I feel exactly. like. And then I feel like last year was also revolutionary for me because I started focusing more on getting more like a feminine mm-hmm. shape. I mm-hmm. started doing more of like booty workouts yeah. and yeah less because before i just did cardio i didn't do anything else just cardio and now i actually incorporated weights Mm -hmm. and i like like i said at the beginning my body type isn't the the peachiest (laughs) i'm quite you have a beautiful peach (laughs) (laughs) but i'm really like straight and any Mm -hmm. peach that i any hint of a peach is Mm -hmm. through like work that i've been putting in you know so that's been my focus and other than that i Mm -hmm. really haven't worried about anything and let me tell you it's so freeing Mm -hmm. to be able to just you know be yeah. invited to a birthday and mm-hmm. just say yes i'm gonna go yeah, and, I'm and i'm gonna, gonna eat all of it exactly. <laughs> or like we had a christmas buffet here yeah and we we went together right yeah. and we guys we ate so much yeah and, and like i can eat a lot yeah, I, <laughs> and i oh, love yeah. that we always say, i always say buffet is where i win my money back mm-hmm. because i just yeah. like have like six plates same and that's just yeah. the I feel like that's yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah. You know, after the Christmas yeah. buffet, like my stomach was kind of hurting because I ate so much, but mm-hmm. I was just smiling because I exactly. was like, "This is what I always wanted. Yeah. This freedom yeah. from it." And yeah. and you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Fuck, I would want that as well," mm-hmm. then for me, what the biggest recommendation for you is really putting in the mind work because yeah, like, the mindset is so mm-hmm. important, and that's where mm-hmm. everything starts. It's really about shifting the condition. Yeah. First of all finding out what conditioning you have so yeah. if you feel like you need to be skinny then why and yeah. really go back in your childhood yeah. and really see the yeah. patterns like 
who the fuck told you when you were yeah, little exactly. or where did you see that because it probably did not came to you naturally to be like exactly. oh i want to be skinny because like what child it doesn't exactly it doesn't it's not beneficial for your health for your body for your mind it's not beneficial for exactly. every, for anyone unless you're like skinny healthy but like most of us um mm -hmm. i guess weren't so exactly yeah so identify that and then really like I, I always say it's like taking your brain mm -hmm. to the gym it's like actually oh, yes. work at the beginning yeah. really reconstructing those mm -hmm. limiting beliefs so anytime you tell yourself no I can't have that because it'll make me fat like literally yeah. change that in the moment and say yeah. you know what I, I'm incredible or whatever it is mm -hmm. that you need to say yeah. but really always replace that negative thought yeah and then always. eventually it will come more naturally mm -hmm. to you and you will start yeah. thinking more positive thoughts than negative yeah. thoughts yeah and then yeah that's like the first step before even like mm -hmm. actually gaining the physical weight i would yeah i would say oh 100 yes always start with the mind mm -hmm. work and then everything else will come to you mm -hmm. but as soon as you have the mindset the one that's like actually going to lead your mm -hmm. actions you're, your why you're already say. on the right path yeah. yeah but first of all change why you're actually doing it and what for exactly yeah yeah yep. um what do you think were like the biggest benefits or changes that you experienced from gaining weight first of all I feel sexier. Mm -hmm. Can I say that? Oh, me, I can 100% relate to that. Uh -huh. Honestly. Like, for example, yeah. my boyfriend Axel, right? Like, mm -hmm. he always tells me, like, you know, like before, even when we met, that was last year at the beginning of mm -hmm. 2020, I made such a difference in my body. Yeah, you know? I think like, you did. I actually yes. have yeah. a little bit more of a butt, you know, yeah. like I gained some weight, whatever. I haven't measured it, but I feel yeah. it and like my boobs grew and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like more of a woman, yeah, you know, so and I, I just feel like in my feminine energy, mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm the yeah. shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, it sounds cocky, but only because we're all. so conditioned yeah. to like never praise exactly. ourselves. And this is so sad. I think that's uh -huh. actually where you should start right now. Like, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a goddess. Like, exactly. I deserve it. I'm beautiful already now. Exactly. And then I can only get better. Exactly. Like, and it's yeah. there's just so much shame around yeah. this though because i was yeah back then i was so ashamed of like say or tell anyone hey i think i'm actually quite pretty i know right like i never thought that i was ugly like mm -hmm. uh, i always kind of liked my face but <laughs> i was never like able to say to anyone because i was like oh no i should be saying to myself that i'm ugly exactly because like if i tell myself that i'm pretty everyone would think that i'm like too cocky or yeah something. or that's bitchy also what, or whatever that's also what i grew up, up yeah. in when, like when you get a compliment they teach you like to, to reject say no it. yeah like, no you you are pretty yeah no that's not true yeah always. and nowadays i'm like oh thank you so are exactly. you and own it just yeah. say thank you so much that yeah. means so much like yeah i, I worked up for it yeah exactly <laughs> and like own it you know yeah. that gives you so yeah. much more power i feel 100 and yeah. that's like the biggest thing yeah. that i yeah. gained from weight ga gain from weight gain yeah. but it's also my health you know mm -hmm. like yeah. i used to have to take naps every day wow and yeah. uh, and like i said you know the social yeah. thing like yeah. I, I i would just be so lonely and so sad mm -hmm. and um yeah it's just like i got my yeah. life and yeah. i can do and en basically any anything yeah. you know like yeah. Yeah. that's just such an incredible yeah. feeling it's so funny you're saying this about the nest because like just right now as you said it i realized that it's actually true for me as well like i used to nap after school every single day like mm -hmm. literally every single day i was like Crazy. oh my god i need a nap and also like especially during the phase when i was like binge eating because like obviously uh -huh. burgers won't make you feel good oh. so it's both ways either you're in a caloric deficit and your mm -hmm. body just does not have energy to even walk mm -hmm. or stand or think like your body mm -hmm. needs energy and food in order and proper to proper like, energy not yeah exactly not like just an apple <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, your body just needs any kind of energy which comes from calories only yeah, yeah. to like function properly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, like if you eat just junk food like I did for a year, you won't feel any good because your body will like also try to process this exactly. crappy energy that it's receiving. So it's like not one way or the other. There's like a middle path, which is called like a healthy mm-hmm. way, which is like it will give you energy, it will give you so mm-hmm. many other things as well. That but I can so totally relate to all benefits that you said as mm-hmm. well. It's yeah. so worth it, really. Yeah. Really. Yeah. My friends, do yeah. it. <laughs> My friends, My friends. do it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And also just quickly, because you mentioned that you had lost your period for nine months. And mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure like some of the listeners might have uh, the mm-hmm. same problem too. Um, how exactly did you achieve that? Did you like get your period back? Or like how, mm-hmm. long, uh, how long was it gone for? So uh, it was gone, I would say, nine months. That's what I'm remembering. Maybe it was more. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's really when I made the decision to mm-hmm. eat more. That's when I started. The first thing I did was I started eating dinners. And yeah. that's I oh, that's actually what I was going to ask. Uh-huh. Like, what were your steps? Like, how did you inco- incorporate more food or like more color? Yeah, colo- so I started calories. eating uh, dinners. And my aunt is actually like an Ayurvedic uh, therapist. And she's mm-hmm. a doctor. And I, I, li- I literally remember breaking down in front of her and crying and being like oh my god can i eat this dinner mm-hmm. it was literally quinoa with beetroot <laughs> and i was like this is gonna make me fat mm-hmm. i had like no idea on mm-hmm. how, like i had no clue i just literally felt like this dinner whatever it is if it's a carrot or if it's mm-hmm. a burger it was, yeah it, it's both are same. gonna make me fat yeah. it's just like the dinner concept yeah. which is so crazy yeah. but she's like no <laughs> it's obviously mm-hmm. not and so I started, literally, I had, for every dinner, I had quinoa with beetroot and spinach. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, my first step. And obviously, this is not going to make much of a difference because it's still yeah. basically no calories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it did make me, um, you know, have a little bit more energy. And have, and like, a habit of eating mm-hmm. again in the evenings. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. like I said, then I spiraled into binge eating. So mm-hmm. then I gained weight from binge eating. But then I was, again, unhappy with it. So then I went back mm-hmm. to anorexia. And like I said, it went, like, kind of, like, stumbled for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But then I started incorporating. That's when I started, you know, at this mm-hmm. point, I started being, like, super into veganism. And mm-hmm. everyone was doing, like, high-carb, low-fat. Mm-hmm. And I in no means encourage this because I think, like, now looking back, that is so unhealthy and you need mm-hmm. actually healthy fats. And now I, Especially as a woman for exactly, your hormones. Exactly. Like, now I eat... Yeah so many like nuts and seeds yeah, every day yeah. tahini i love tahini oh, and we just had pancakes <laughs> with nut butter and yeah. hemp seeds and like i eat a lot of fat now but before yeah. there it was this concept that like you can eat whatever you want mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. um and not gain weight so that's really when i mean like i definitely don't recommend it but for mm-hmm. my mind at the time it was so beneficial because i was always uh, thinking that I need to have like little portions and then mm. there was these people who were eating like 12 bananas in one meal and being <laughs> could be me <laughs> same like literally me right now but like still looking great mm-hmm. and that's really when I was introduced to this like uh like basically people debunking my limiting mm. beliefs about like yeah. food in general because yeah. that's when I found out that wow you can actually eat a lot of food exactly and looking like incredible you yeah. know yeah. So that's when I started, and I started eating a lot more fruit. I mm-hmm. started eating a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables. I ate a lot of potatoes. <laughs> um, and 
I wouldn't say like my relationship with food food was the healthiest because mm. I was like limiting my fats at this okay. point. Yeah. But it was a step in my journey, and mm-hmm. then I started incorporating more fats, and yeah. I feel like now I look actually the best I've ever looked. Like I, yeah. at least I feel like that. And That's now amazing. I eat yeah. Every food group, you know, yeah. f- carbs, protein, fat. I don't really from count the vegan food group. <laughs> all of, obviously, I don't even consider anything I know. else. I always thought like for some reason that like the five vegan food groups are everyone's five food groups, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, oh wait but there's also meat and fish that some people eat and I was like oh I totally forgot about oh that <laughs> no I don't I'm sorry but I don't consider that at all like yeah this might sound crazy but like non-vegan food for me is literally like like glue or something <laughs> like you know that I wouldn't I don't even yeah. consider that anymore mm-hmm. just because like literally I haven't meat I haven't eaten since I was like 14 13 or mm-hmm. 14 so mm-hmm. it's been so long yeah um but yeah that was that was basically my step now i forgot the question um yeah when exactly (laughs) or like when do you as far as you can remember did you get your period back was it like from just like eating your dinners again or when did it come back so i started eating the the dinners and that really helped and then actually i started going to therapy right and then Mm -hmm. i started doing acupuncture every week okay uh i don't know if the acupuncture itself helped Mm -hmm. or the fact that i actually took an hour every week to like lay down on a bed Mm -hmm. where they put in the needles and actually like breathed for mm-hmm. myself and mm-hmm. actually like it was like more of a meditation so i yeah. think more than the acupuncture it was mm-hmm. actually this one hour every week where i was just like the mindfulness out. yeah it was like a massage thing mm-hmm. you know so um what i would do now if it was me back then i would meditate every mm-hmm. day because like stress is a huge factor oh yeah it's such a factor mm-hmm. for everything for everything, everything. exactly yeah. and really the food is look if if you're under eating then <clears throat> your body is under so much stress already mm-hmm. and just surviving mm-hmm. and the period like it literally has nothing to give you know because yeah. the period is made from the tissues and from the whatever yeah, and it's yeah. basically cleansing and when you don't give your body food then it has nothing to give and so that's an indicator that something is going wrong and exactly you need to look at something or or if you're under Mm -hmm. immense stress and you maybe are eating enough but you're so so stressed and your Mm -hmm. body is under so much tension then your body won't give the period either because it's like keeping it yeah for fight for flight yeah so yeah Yeah. that was my my since i started being more relaxed you Mm -hmm. know with food i like let go a little more and then it came and obviously like at the first first month i lost my period Mm-hmm. I was like really excited about it for some reason. Positively, like, yeah, yeah, I was like really happy, like all. Oh, because you don't know what the purpose of it is. Exactly, you were a child. So. I was like, yeah, what, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. And nobody really told me, and I was like, yes, finally, I don't have to yeah. worry about it. Yeah. But like now, I I have made such a, an incredible relationship with myself, oh, yeah, and so like I actually yeah. like feel so amazing when I do get my period mm-hmm. that I actually it's such like, a powerful thing exactly. we all have to like freaking start loving it it's just it. symbol of femininity yeah. and yeah. just yeah. It's, yeah. femininity fertility exactly everything that your cycle and your whole mm-hmm. immunal system is like in tune in because tune. if it's not happening then something is most likely I'm not saying for everyone but most likely there's something wrong exactly there are probably like some diseases that I don't even know about that like mm-hmm. women don't get their period or like people who bleed in general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like for most of us we should like definitely consider like exactly. seeing someone changing yes, something the, it's good that you said that because obviously we're not doctors and we don't yeah, know what all of, of them but i would say like the two main like mm-hmm. like 90 percent of the women will have like these either not eating enough or being under so much stress yeah, i feel like yeah. that is just so common yeah yeah in in this world and having like this feeling like that you need to conform with the beauty mm-hmm. standards yeah. which are just unachievable yeah. for 
yeah. 99% of yeah. women, you know. Um, yeah. I'm so happy because I feel like nowadays it's like shifting a little bit away mm-hmm. from it because like the beauty standard is shifting, obviously. And I also have mm-hmm. the feeling that it's not as seen like as strictly anymore. And like also the model mm-hmm. world is obviously like going into a more modern and edgy mm-hmm. way rather than before like everyone just has to be thin. And like there, I think there are even like some kind of rules and policies nowadays that like models are not allowed to be like too thin. I'm not sure like how exactly they're mm-hmm. measuring that and like mm-hmm. how strict they are with it. Mm-hmm. But I wish to think obviously that it's like mm-hmm. seen um, seriously and taken seriously because obviously if someone is not in a healthy state and under eating and like even being punished for like eating too much and gaining weight in a day, which is like just insane to me. Um, that should just not be happening nowadays because there is definitely a shift there's more inclusivity not only in like body types but also in like ethnic groups you know like more more people are being included in modeling which which i love i feel like that's incredible for Mm -hmm. the next generation because like the next generation will already see like Mm -hmm. a more like i don't want to say normal looking i'm sorry if that triggers you because obviously everyone is normal looking what i mean by that is like you know like the average type of woman body the not super skinny but also not the overweight Mm -hmm. like the sort of in in the middle Mm -hmm. is being portrayed more now in magazines which is amazing which is amazing because that's what most of the girls look like i feel like because for a long time there was just these two extremes of really Mm -hmm. underweight and really overweight i feel like not a lot of girls could really like resonate with that um so and like like one or the other is just like usually not a healthy way exactly so So, yeah i feel like that's great for the next generation i feel like our generation is still Mm -hmm. a bit scarred with like what they grew up because we we grew up and everyone Mm -hmm. we saw on Mm -hmm. like tv magazines was stick skinny like i don't remember seeing anyone being like even overweight you know so i feel like our generation in particular Mm -hmm. has a lot of healing to do yeah uh in that sense but i'm really happy for everyone that's like being you know born now and growing up now because there's just so much more inclusivity 100 percent. and i also think that like um this kind of beauty idol is obviously so different for like countries Mm -hmm. and like cultures i feel like that's also a really big culture thing because like for example just thinking about because i was born in the ukraine mm-hmm. and like people have like such a different beauty center like everyone that i can think of right now like all my friends and like my mom's friends everyone is so skinny really? and like not necessarily in an unhealthy way but just it's just like not normal to be mm-hmm. not skinny like you know what mm-hmm, i mean like mm-hmm. everyone has like this idol instead of like a woman has to be thin so and like literally i i don't even know if like anyone is obese there and then whereas for example if you think of america Uh it's like so different so it also depends of course like where you grew up in and like what Mm -hmm. your culture is like and like what people see as normal or as beautiful or whatever Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah but to that i would also say like um try to see what actually like you wanna yeah you know what i mean because like if you exactly if you grew up in ukraine when everyone's telling you that you have to be stick skinny Mm -hmm. that that that's that takes a lot for you to then be like fuck no i'm i'm gonna be what i want to be yeah and also just like as a side note because you're like hearing all the time that we gained weight and like we're not stick skinny or whatever anymore like our goal was never to become obese our goal was never to like (laughs) gain 50 plus pounds just in order to like whatever look yeah oh yeah because like i also get this like uh got this comment like oh you keep talking about gaining weight but you're still so skinny but that's (laughs) a huge achievement for us like i for example i think Mm -hmm. overall gained about like 12 13 kilos i don't Mm -hmm. know how much do you know uh the number for you yeah from like your lowest weight to right now so i would say now i'm like maybe six I have no idea yeah. and I was like 
under 50 so yeah. i would say like 15 kilos 50 exactly and like this number like might seem not as high but like it makes such a big difference because mm-hmm. like i feel so much more feminine like you already mm-hmm. said and, like i just feel so much better in my body mm-hmm. and yeah like it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like you don't have to be exactly the number as we are or whatever like you have to do so individually for mm-hmm. you um, and even if you feel great and feminine being thin or whatever yeah, like we're not exactly. here bashing on thin people at all we're yeah. just here more talking about like encouraging people who would like to actually Mm -hmm. change something about themselves yeah Mm -hmm. it can even just be like five kilos for you like our goal or like your goal should not be like becoming obese obviously this is not healthy either Uh Uh, we're just like trying to um, encourage people who like would like to achieve some results in a healthy mm-hmm. way of course mm-hmm. like, I, like said, I think we look so it, much better right oh now gosh. and we feel so much better mm-hmm. and we're finally like can tell from us that we're healthy eat for a healthy so, body exactly not a skinny body and exactly. if you are eating for a healthy body you're not yeah. eating burger king every day yeah because you're just not absolutely true because you love yourself and you know this is so yeah. cheesy but like your body is a temple and yeah what would you yeah. put in a temple you know probably not burger burgers yeah, <laughs> burgers and not. fries i don't even know when i had burgers last time <laughs> you know like I, I felt so gross i, I, I love so my gross. fruits and my veggies and it's yeah. not coming from a place of me being perfectionist yeah. being yeah. perfectionist and being compulsive about like mm-hmm. eating healthy like it's not coming from that yeah. place anymore yeah. it's coming from a place of I want to do something good for myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes the doing good for myself means getting a brownie you know mm-hmm. and actually exactly not it's a balance it's and a balance it's really listening to yourself yeah and yeah yeah i just yeah. feel like so much better eating like predominantly whole foods exactly. like it just makes me feel good it's and like i really enjoy it exactly mm-hmm. and like whenever i feel like a burger or like a brownie i just go you for just it. go for it and exactly. like honestly if you don't restrict yourself anymore you won't feel like having a burger or I brownie know. every day oh my god i was just talking about this yeah. i don't know who it was with but i remember like if I would go out like for dinner then like the whole day I would have to binge on everything because mm-hmm. I felt like oh that this is my only yeah, chance yeah. to like eat everything exactly so I would eat like 10 donuts I'm not mm-hmm. even kidding like mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's ice cream yeah. a pizza then yeah. pasta and I would just feel so sick whereas yeah. now if I feel like a cookie at you know I don't know 7 a.m I'll <laughs> have a cookie and I'll just have maybe one or yeah. two and I don't have the need to have 10 because exactly. I know that if I feel like having another cookie I can have another it's cookie achievable in two hours you. You know? yeah it's like accessible and achievable exactly. all the time it's not exactly. this something that I can only have once a year exactly you know? yeah. just giving yeah. yeah you just take a away the power from the food mm-hmm. and you take the power for yourself exactly like food is no longer controlling your life exactly. like you have the full control o- over everything yeah yeah I would say that was a beautiful last sentence wow. from us. <laughs> that was such a beautiful mm-hmm. episode. I really appreciate you sharing your journey. It's like so, so powerful, Thank like so inspiring, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope that like even if there's just like one girl out there who like is at the same stage or like it's like, oh my God, yes, I had the same problems. Mm-hmm. I was modeling or I'm still modeling. I don't know how to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your story is like truly inspiring. Exactly. Yeah. And you can always message me and ask yeah. me if yeah. you have any questions. I always try to yeah. help. I mean, yeah, I talk about it quite a lot. Yeah, so. yeah tell people quickly where to find you, what you're doing, so what social media platforms you're on. You can find me on Instagram at Mariana Bekova and on YouTube as, wait, what's my name? Why didn't you mention I think it's just Mari Beck. I Mari think. Beck. And then, yeah, and I also have a podcast. And we're actually mm-hmm. going to do a podcast. With and we're actually filming a podcast episode for yours. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> go ahead and listen.
listen to Violetta's story. Yeah, if you can't get enough of us speaking, it's going to be another hour for you. Wait, was this an hour? I'm actually um, so interested. I don't even know, but this felt like a long time. It felt really good. One hour. Wow. wow. But no. that was just such a That was a beautiful talk. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank I you really, for really appreciate me. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>